I came from bed and I was going to put it in terms that you'd understand, but then you understand. I live in bed yeah, so, I mean, so like I was, as in, I was like, oh, where's like a good place that maybe I've met? Another week has gone by. <laughs> it's time to tune into your weekly high. We talk about things that happen during the week. Another week has gone by. It's time to tune into your weekly high. We talk about things that happen during the week. <laughs> the premise of the show is not explained to me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the voice of Shem Pennant. Now I know why you want to hate me. That's how you see your last name? How the, 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 do you not know? Oh, no. Wait, that's how you see your last oh, name? No. Oh, but, like, my that's God. the sort of thing you check before you start recording. Yeah. Is it not that? <laughs> oh, I mean, it's correct. Yes. But it was the... Pennant? What? Uh, no. Oh, okay, okay. This thing... Dima, I know I don't know how to say your last name, so I would check before no, I like. Do it's, it's honestly one of those like I always get in my head whenever I say uh, people's last names. You have no idea how many times like before like uh, my old job whenever I have to announce someone, I would repeat the same like, how do you say your last name? And it would be the same person I would see every week because like, the last second it just gets in my head like, oh, what if I like add a weird like an extra letter to it and just like like not say it correctly. Uh, but I'm glad I'm, I said it right because I've, been, it. because I've been saying it right this entire time, Ben. Uh, <laughs> and I know I'm going to get this name right. I don't know. It's a hard white man. Andrew man. Barlow. Can't always recreate the magic. <laughs> you know what? That does sound like a hard white man. It oh, is. my it God. Uh, these are two people that I truly enjoy talking to uh, that I feel like I haven't talked to enough personal, like when it comes to personal stuff. It feels Whoa. like a lot of the conversations has been like, you know, comedy related, and like, I, I know I know what triggers uh, <laughs> your your stuff. I I know what uh, tickles your socks <laughs> or whatever the phrase is. I'm not tickles your fancy. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. I don't think anything you said, Dima, was the phrase. <laughs> I don't think I got it correct, but um, as always. When I say something wrong, you still know what I mean. <laughs> so, like, I feel like I've gotten away with that my entire time. That's an adorable dog. I know. We are, we are sitting. I just watched the little dog just take a shit right in front of my face, and it's not been cleaned up. Like, uh, literally, there's just the steaming dog shit. Oh, I see I can it. See oh, the I see yeah, it. and he just didn't clean up after his dog. Oh, I don't know how to make it. Like and she's kind of holding him here, like, hey, bud. What are you doing? Hey, yeah. great, we left that. We live in the society. You're supposed to. <laughs> she's sitting down. I mean, he got the mask right though, so. I mean, but now they they release the mask mandate, so you're not, you, don't, you can actually walk around with, like he's doing true. everything wrong. In That's, true. That's true. Oh, good point, man. Good point. For the listeners, we are right next to a dog park, so I'm sure oh, yeah. this is lovely. Uh, you know, it, it's great background sound, I found to believe, in my opinion. It's so amazing. I love dogs. I was outraged when you said they had to travel in person to record this. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm, gl- I, I'm glad you were because I feel like we've all gotten into the habit of, like, you know, doing stuff from home. And, like, I want to record stuff outside because, like, A, I miss seeing people. Mm-hmm. Uh Two, I miss seeing people. I've never seen a dog just (laughs) open its anus and empty its mouths. I like the whole pandemic. Like I've managed to like fully escape that horror. The whole pandemic. You've never seen a dog poop. Uh, I mean, not eyeline as I'm attempting to like. 
to Jeez Comedy. That's true. I, oh I fostered the dog during the pandemic, so I did. Yeah, I had to did. watch it. I had to watch it. Like, how was that? It was good. I found out I'm allergic to dogs <laughs> while fostering the dog. Like, I used to not be. I had dogs all growing up. What about, like, those hyper uh, Oh, yeah, I'm know. sure that'd be fine. But this was, like, a pit bull mix. That's so, I mean, yeah. like, I, as a person that never had allergies, what does it feel like? I don't know. It sucks to hear allergies. Like, do you just, like, sneeze a lot? Uh, I got, like, with the doggy, it was just, like, watery eyes, itchy nose. Nothing, like, crazy. Not, like, sneezing, anaphylactic shock, nothing like that. It's just, like, a slight allergy. Sometimes it can, like, appear on the skin as, like, a, a lesion or something. I'm deeply embarrassed that I didn't shout at that man and <laughs> tell him. Uh, so that's been in my head this whole time. Oh, no. I, I was wondering what the sigh was. I was wondering the sigh. I mean, it's, like, but it's a losing battle, man. It's it's sadly a, it's a losing lo- battle. It's a losing war, but I could have won that battle. Like I, you, right? Yes, yes, yes. I think that's true. Yes, I think yes. that's true. You could have gotten him to pick it up today, but maybe tomorrow he doesn't. Yeah, and like we just constantly see in the news various instances of small heroes doing the right thing, and you're always like, I hope I would be brave enough in that moment to like do the right thing, and now I know I wouldn't. <laughs> and it's been recorded, so up to like thirty to fifty people were here in the weakest moment. Well, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, you got to pick and choose your battle. So is this the battle you pick? Oh, there's always going to be dog shit on the floor. <laughs> and, I, and, and as a dog owner, it, it bothers me because it's like you make dog owners that do pick up the dog poop bad. Yeah. Because, like, I don't have, I don't know what's called, but you know, like, the uh, where the doggy poo bags are, the little big, it looks like a little, it's always like a bone. Yep. I never carry that. I always carry the bags in my pocket. Yeah, and I feel like, man, I I must look like a dick now because like, for people don't know I'm carrying a bag, I, mm, I feel like mm. that bone is more like because like it's so huge. I feel like it's there to like go like yeah I'm gonna pick up the bo- I'm, I'm gonna pick it up. I was it's looking there, for I'm that man's bone and I couldn't see it. Uh, I, I was yeah, looking I for I, that I, man's I bone. <laughs> <laughs> And then I was looking for my backbone, and I also could not um, see it. And there was, oh, right. boom, 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 boom. Speaking of looking for a backbone. Oh I also God. fostered the dog early on in the uh, early early demi, and uh, just for a friend. And you just get used to picking up dog shit. And yeah. I was carry. I had the bone. I had like so many like bags everywhere, just in case I had to like run out and like mm-hmm. take care of something at four a.m. Uh, and literally, just still to this day, I'll like find like an old jacket, and it just has loose like dog poop bags in it so that, yes. that was a bad man we can move on from this i just i will say i, can't. I will say i think we'll have to do a check-in whenever this ends because god heart my heart of wanting to believe in the good of people like if i ever was walking the dog and didn't have a bag i would come back with a bag i've done that it, it, it's like and like if i would see a random stranger i, I would for some reason i'm gonna pick it up I, I swear i'm gonna pick it up i'm gonna i'll be back and oh, then yeah, it, say it and that person be like all right i'm not gonna be here to see it <laughs> but, it, but it's just like it feels so wrong there is a level of public theater that's expected where like you do the oh my god i'm so sorry like i i'm coming i'm back i just did we just ran out and i am yes. so, so like yeah. even if it's nonsense and then you're not gonna do it like just yeah, you know, even if I'm telling the truth, everyone does the same thing. Dang. But, like, near my block, and I'm, su- I'm surprised I don't see it anywhere else. I don't know if it's, like, uh, the building's choice to do it. There's, like, uh, on one of those, like, uh, street lamps, street poles, uh, a garbage can mm-hmm. for, 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 uh, to throw away dog poop. Like, a little garbage can. Yeah. 
And like, there's some places where they're like, if you look down, they'll they have like they provide you free doggy bags. Yeah, <laughs> the dog so, park in uh, Maria Hernandez Park has that. It's what, yeah. and, and people still choose not to do it because it's. I really love this thing uh, I've seen when I was be walking around New York City is the dog poop in the bag, but they just left on the ground. Mm-hmm. That that is the most. That is psychopath behavior. (laughs) (laughs) That is. Because you do the job, and then you still say no. Yeah, you still say, fuck you, society. Oh, my God. I'm assuming you're both dog people. You you also have cats, so you're also a cat I do have cats. Are you an animal animal lover in general? Uh, Like all good sociopaths, I connect strongly to animals and poorly to people. I mean, we we all do. (laughs) No, 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 no. I think we all do. I think everyone can say... Even the most outgoing um, extrovert can say, yeah, I connect more to an animal because, like, they always have this innocent glare. Uh, you can tell them anything anything you don't want people to know, and they'll just, like, lick your hand. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I don't think that's insane at all. You're, you're in a lot of company. It's a major plot point in The Sopranos. The Gabagool. <laughs> That Tony's partner is a sociopath, and then they literally have like big like likes pets is bad to people. Like oh they flash God. the text up very large on the screen. But isn't um isn't oh man that's a big one. Uh, isn't that like a thing they that like signals a kid being psychopathic if they like torture animals? Um, I would. I would lean yes, only because I grew up with a kid. I don't know him anymore. <laughs> Ted Bundy. Uh, no, no, no. This dude was like... And I tortured that kid, so I was fine. Because <laughs> that kid tortured animals, and he was fucked. Well, honestly, you know, uh, you think this is a joke, but like, it kind of did lean in that way. Not... Well, let me just explain. Okay. One, once upon a time, this, this terrible person... Saw like um, for some reason I want to say pelican because like it was a bird you don't usually see. It was not a seagull. It was a big water bird swimming in the water. And you grew up in Queens, right? Queens. Right. So it's like one of those like oh man, because like you know when you're in like in uh, I don't want to say just like New York. I guess like if you're just in one place forever, you know the animals you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you see something that doesn't belong, you're like hmm. <laughs> well, look at that. And it's not, he's not just talking about animals, folks. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh, <my. laughs> I mean, you ain't wrong. You've never had one of those families here before. You <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Oh, boy, that was good. You, uh, all right, so you made me forget what I was talking about. It was that good. <laughs> uh, seeing a bird Touching little kids. kids. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, there's, all right, so I'm not that upset that I forgot about it because like it's a thing you should forget well he saw like that bird swimming he took like a huge rock or like like you not even a rock you know when like uh someone breaks like a sidewalk and like tosses it like you get like clunks yeah yeah he threw that he didn't hit he didn't hit the bird he missed it but it was enough that the bird like went underneath the water mm-hmm. I was so livid that I just took a handful of rocks and just started throwing it at him I was like you like that you li- I was like not like hitting him. I was like, you know, those cartoons were like, it was like that. Uh, and like, I don't con- con- condone violence, but it was just one of those, like at that moment, I was like, dude, let me see you try to 
<laughs> that bird could survive. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> Let me try to see you uh, uh, duck underneath water. That was not a turn I was expecting in this tale. I was I'm, not. I'm like, so hey. Demo is the psycho. <laughs> hey, when I was 18, I was a wild child. This was 18? I thought I you were 18. like 12 at the time. No, 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 no. I was changes 18. everything. Hold <laughs> yeah, on, you're a grown man. No, so, no, no. This was like over a decade ago, man. Yeah, you could like, be tried as an adult. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I could. Was the, was the other person 18 as well? He was 21. Okay, so that I, that makes me dislike that person more as well because you're an adult. You know not to throw shit at birds. Yes. And like, uh, and again, I was not throwing at him. I was throwing at the You're floor. You're better dance. Yeah. I was doing the dance yeah. thing. <laughs> and boy, was he dancing! <laughs> so you were throwing rocks at him, doing the dance monkey dance, the, like Classic. old western. Old western. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So oh boy. So what's in the news? Oh, uh, the news. What's uh, this? What's happened this week? Sadly, I was like. Uh, brought up to Barlow before this. Uh, did you watch the Oscars? Did you sadly, unfortunately, watch four hours of torture? No, I really hope Shem says yes, because when you mentioned to me before Shem got here, you wanted to talk about the Oscars, I thought to myself, I did not watch the Oscars. Well, I can talk about... Uh, that's something I can talk about forever. Oh, It was that bad. Uh, I mean, it. I have never once watched an awards ceremony. Yeah. It seems truly a waste of my time what i 100 agree with that. i mean i, could like, be nominated I agree for an oscar and i would not watch the oscars <laughs> yes i mean i agree i agree 100 percent. it's just that the past like five six years i wasn't able to watch these like ceremony shows because i was always working at night mm -hmm. so i would always miss like these like you know, us, us, uh, events or whatever you want to call it. Once again, a comedy theater has screwed you up. <laughs> Dude, uh, tell me about it. So. It screwed you out of winning an Oscar? And it screwed you out of watching the Oscars. It was, it was a double whammy, man. You don't, double whammies are the worst. Well, like, to be fair, my friend was, like, nominated. Uh, <laughs> uh, for what? Uh, Borat. Oh, very think, nice. Uh, she was one of the writer's assistants on it, so she gets, like, a little oh, nice. thing. That's cool. Uh, still, it, we didn't still didn't watch. No, I mean like if, if apparently it's not that hard to win an Oscar because like uh, a lot of basketball players like Kevin Durant, uh, a few others like, like like they won an Oscar because like they all uh, I guess funded or like got their like uh, stamp of approval for this like uh, this thing that won. I don't know. I don't know what won. Well, like, Kobe has an Oscar, right? Uh, yes. Uh, it's, it's like as long as you attach your name to it, you're, yeah, you're part of like it. a producer, maybe. Yeah. Uh, uh, there, he was a producer, but it was one of those things where like there was like thirty producers, but there was really like one producer. They just they just got the credit as a producer. Yeah. And they also got an Oscar too, so it was like All right. uh, pays off big time. How do we make this podcast Oscar worthy? Oscar worthy. Like, <laughs> what do we need to do in this recording right now to elevate? Like, does Barlow need to give a dramatic monologue? No. Uh, do, boy. do we need to read from the... That, like, how do we make this a contender for next year? I'm all about, like, you know... Well, honestly, uh, the bar's very low if you saw the Oscars. Hey, shout me out. The, the bar's very low. Is that in your act? 
<laughs> no. I wait. Oh my god, dude! Like he just caught it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you are, are you just talking about that? Like uh, what I like? I didn't mean to say you like your name. No, I know. It's like a dad joke that people say to me all the Holy time. Holy shit! Don't I set do. the ball low. Oh my god, dude! My mind is blown. I just not you like. Just got that? Yeah, man. I was like saying like, well, like what's going on? My whole life. Okay. And now I'll give a dramatic monologue about oh my, my name. God. See? <laughs> oh I think if we work together, we could get the academy interested. <laughs> I don't think we need like 30 names attached. Oh my god, that was insane. How many t like? I hear it all the time. Um, the thing I would get, the thing people would make fun of uh, my last name. And like, it was one of those like, it's not even creative. You're pushing it. It was uh, The Metropolis. As in, like, uh, where Superman's from or whatever? Yeah, Metropolis. Metropolis. Okay. I was like, that's not okay. bad. That's yeah, not bad. but it's also like, it's like, it's just, it's neither good or bad. It, 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 it's, 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 you're just. Would they call you Jonathan D. Metropolis? Oh, yeah. That time, like, my, uh, people will call me by my full name. I got them? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I was, like, trying to figure out what it was. I'm going to pitch jokes in your direction. Okay. Oh, and then oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I know the thing that just went over my head till now. What? Jonathan. Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan. you just got <laughs> Oh, my God. It, it, it's... it's <laughs> Wait, did anyone ever say to you, uh, uh, Demosaur? Like the, dinosaur? No, the okay. uh, a demo uh, came like five years ago. Like like. Oh, that's a recent nickname. Yeah, it was wow, never like an adult uh, nickname. It was uh, like for like the longest, John was my name because like my name was John Sen. Yeah, because it's your name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it was like John. Uh, but like, I never had much of a nickname other than like you know, hey big guy, which I got from like everyone, which to the point where like, to the point where like when people call me that, I tune out. And it's like, no, no, there's literally everything you call me. You can even call me like, hey, asshole, and I'll like respond better. I'm like, oh, but hey, yeah, big cool. Big guy, like, were you in the way? No, 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 no. no. Lot, I think it's just like a general thing to call like, uh, like overweight people, hey, big guy. Uh, but are they insulting you? That's the thing. No. Okay. But it's one of those like, well, I mean, like, I guess for some people you might they might take it that way. To me, like, I never cared. I mean, like, like that's why I survived, like, in school. Because, like, I, I always had, like, tough skin. And, like, also, like, you know, I was, you know. You also weren't line. You were, like, line control or, like, which is sort of like a bouncer type role. Oh, my gosh. a classic yeah. big guy type role job someone, scenario. Someone was, like, uh, <laughs> someone was, like, sent me 20 bucks to, like, have you, like, uh, skip them in line. And I was like... At UCV? Yeah. I was like, I mean, like, this doesn't happen. This can't work. I mean, like, I don't know what you want me to do. I'm not, I'm like, tell, like... Ooh, sorry, just coughed. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so the Academy Awards. The Academy Awards. Uh, I'm talking about the UCV Academy Awards. Which UCB. you think was the best class? Who do you think was the best oh, student? Oh, man. Like, let's really dish the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> like, my, like, like, when you say best class, you mean best class that I've taken or just in like the academy, yes. Yeah. In the academy. Oh, oh and I I love that. Oh, I didn't even think okay. of the academy. All right. <laughs> Which first of all That's good. I think we can all agree the biggest cash grab ever. Was the Academy? Academy. I mean was it? It didn't cost any more. Uh, it doesn't cost any more, but at the time to like make something prestige when it's like no, not really. Yeah. I mean like, like think, yeah. no, 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 I'll take that back. It got better, but it was still like just 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 let teachers choose who they want. 
Hey, hot take. Hot. I mean, like, hot take. I mean, let's be honest. I'm pretty sure that happens most of the times anyway. Are you talking purely for uh, performances, right? I'm talking about in general. In general. I mean, like, you can still have like. I can't believe shit follows up. It's a light-hearted joke that has somehow landed me knee-deep in improv theater <laughs> politics. Which <laughs> <laughs> is where I will drown. Like, listen, my, my podcast is an hour of this. <laughs> I don't need to do it on someone else's podcast. No, but here's the thing: ASPs shouldn't be at eleven o'clock. You should move. Yeah, well, I'll sure tell you, like, well, I'll tell you, like, it's something in, in the realm of like picking. <laughs> Every time <laughs> they pick a best picture nominee, they should have to pick a blockbuster. <laughs> they should have to pick a foreign pick. Put it in with the best pictures. You got it. Other things. You got it. What one? Soul one. Uh, Soul one best watch. animated. I. I so refuse to watch those movies along with like Toy Story. Like I've seen Toy Story the first two. You didn't watch, but I, I didn't see Soul? Toy Story. Like I don't watch movies that are, that's going to make me cry. Oh, I cried hard at. Soul. I do not watch movie that's going to make me cry because it will ruin me and put me in a tailspin, and like I will f- cry after like after the movies. I'll go to sleep crying. You know what I mean? I'll wake up. Are you crying. a crier? Yeah. You big crier? Dude, medium? I'm sensitive. Okay. I'm sensitive. I'm tough, but I'm sensitive. I'm tough, but I'm <laughs> you're sensitive. Sens- you're sensitive. <laughs> sensitive big guy. You're no, a sensitive, sensitive guy. A big guy. That's you're a sensitive is. guy. <laughs> you get me into ass cat? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Sheva, you a cry? Do you cry at movies? Uh, I'm open to all sorts of emotional experiences. Like, <laughs> my god, what a no answer that was. Well, I mean, like, that I, was I could cry, but I don't. The older I get, the more I do accept. And I'm okay with it because, like, you know, I guess I'm at a point where I'm trying to pre appreciate all my emotions, even the wrong ones, because, like, it's still an emotion. Yeah. You know what I mean? In that case, you should check out Soul. <laughs> I think you should. Watch it early then. If like you're worried about going to bed crying, then watch it like very early in the day. So oh, you man. can work it out of your system. No one told me it was going to be about like uh, a middle-aged black guy trying to achieve a, his career in the arts failing, <laughs> <laughs> and then having to be okay with that failure. Because that that described like that, it feels like an attack. Like it's yeah. just oh, so pointed man. at my existence. I like, have a oh, question. No. I have a question, Shem. Since you've seen it, someone said to me the end of the movie um, where he's okay mm-hmm. with his lot in life is a positive message for capitalism. Do you think that's true? Um, no, that's all kind of like close reading. That's all like literature nonsense. So you could say okay, you cool. could say that about literally any. You could sure. say that about the end of Das Kapital because you bought the book. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Okay, but I did not agree with this person. I did not know how to understand what they were saying. Um, which of the nominees did you see? Well, that's the thing. Um, usually, I'm I always watch the screeners. Because mm-hmm. uh, you know, always gets leaked or whatever. Because uh, you know, uh, usually those the leak the movies leak get released like like uh, September October, like months before yep, yep, yep. the dates and whatever. But this year, like, not really. Mo- some of the mo- like all the movies did not really interest me. Like, I- there's a couple. Like uh, too many women and Asian people like being represented. <laughs> you're like, nah. Well, like, <laughs> not into it. Uh, you should just be like me. Where you don't watch true. new media. I just watch like uh, boy meets world. I, I guess the best way that I like told my friend is like, if you put that this movie on, I will watch it and I will definitely enjoy it. 
But if you're asking me to seek out mm-hmm. and do it, I will probably not do it. There's a lot of movies like that that, like, it's like, I 1,000% believe when you tell me it's the best movie in the world. But my genre is horror and comedy. So you haven't been happy since Get Out. That's the one year that they nailed it for you. (laughs) (laughs) Ever since, you've just been fucked. I mean, like, there's some, like, there's good horror movies coming out from A24. I mean, well, I mean, like, uh, The Lighthouse, I like those type of movies, too, like, psychological, too. The Lighthouse. Well, you I've know, never seen it. <laughs> well, like, it's one of those psychological movies that, like, messes the br- your brain. Like, I love those movies, too. That's, like, gotcha. makes you go, like, what's going to happen? Okay. Next, you know? I've got the list yet because I want to, I'm like, I might, maybe I've seen them. Nomadland. Let's, let's see who's seen what movie. I have not seen Nomadland. No, I'm not, big, I'm, old sad, big old sad movie. Big old sad movie. That's the one that won, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, she, by uh, woman, like, right? she was the one that howled when she won. I didn't watch. I just watched the movie, not the TV show about the movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you fake cultural swine. <laughs> uh, Can you believe this film? I didn't see one. <laughs> it might have been good. It might have been bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you watch Judas and the Black Messiah? That's a movie I want to watch. You got it. That watch. is on. You can. <laughs> It's on HBO Max. It's, it's oh, I mean, like, that, that is a movie that, that that is on my list to watch. Hey, fun fact: original screenplay by the Lucas Brothers. Mm-hmm. See, like, and they're comedians. You say you like mm-hmm. comedy. Well, like, oh, ne- like now the uh, now the name's registered in my head. I was just gonna go like I'm not. I'm one of those people that for some reason has never been familiar with like directors' names. It, it, it's like one thing that always like put me like. That like I guess the way I can describe it in a box that expanded and I just got smaller and smaller. When people would just list off writers and directors and producers, and I'd be like, "Whoa, <laughs> I just know Matthew McConaughey." Right, 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 right. <laughs> As someone who's not an actor but who is a writer, director, and a producer, I I now understand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you hurt him so much. Well, it's like it, it's one of those. That's that, like, why you weren't sure about how to say Chef's name, but you knew my name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on like, stage, <laughs> backstage. <laughs> but it's like one of those. Like I want. Like it's it's one of those. Like. It's not that I never seeked out. It's just like I never knew, like, realized it. Like, that people, like, cared so much about it. That whenever they were like, hey, have you seen, like, a, like a Nolan film? I'd be like, which one? Yeah. Just say the name of the movie. But yeah, the, I've seen that movie. But you know, like, you could name the baseball players from the Mets in 1993. See, exactly. So th- yeah. it's 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 one of those like when people decide to memorize one thing, okay. I decide to memorize uh, when they baseball zig, you zag. Can you remember <laughs> Mets coaches or like positions or like general managers or is it just the baseball players? Uh, I can name coaches, managers, front office. There was a like front of office. Wait, what? The front office. Like what's like, front office? It's like you know the front office general manager. Uh, oh, okay. CEO, I thought you meant like, about, the, like the head of ticket sales. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like there was a time in my life where I would memorize. I knew every baseball player on the Mets, every team. Like I knew wow. everyone. That was, but those were my my uh, fantasy league days. Why don't you watch like the Oscars equivalent for baseball? Because that seems like something you have far more interest in. Oh, man. Yeah, maybe the All Star game. 
I, I never get any joy with that. It's always like, I mean, it, it, it's, 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 I don't know. It, it, but then again, it's one of those things where like I was never in position to watch it, so it's like, I don't know. I, I never cared about those stuff. It never really interests me. Minari and the Father, I believe, are the two left. Uh, there's, there's that movie, Mank, 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 Mank which I haven't Netflix. seen. I see, but it's about a writer, so you're out. I mean, no, no, no. I have had, uh, I've learned to cool it with my takes. My take on um, what's the movie that Mank's supposed to be about? Citizen Kane. Yeah, I've learned to cool my taste with Citizen Kane because everyone loves it, and I'm and I'm on the island whenever I try. You don't like Citizen Kane. I fell asleep when I saw it. I haven't seen it. Hey, good news for you. You like Paddington too? Because <laughs> today on Twitter announced uh, I saw that the go the Rotten Tomatoes or whatever Paddington two has beaten Citizen Kane now as the best movie ever. Is Something it like that? Yeah, like rank wise. You know what? It was bound to happen. I would. Ne- I never. I never knew it was gonna be that movie, Pat. Pat. But like, also, it's very rare when you when the second movie is better than the original movie, right? I mean, it happens. It does happen, but like, but yeah, but I. No. I would can't always recreate the magic. You would think you would not want to go that way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you would rather have the hit and then like the eh, okay. Yeah. Then you're like okay, and then you oh this is good. Speaking of hit, Minari. Have you seen that? No, but That's everyone rental, tells, so tells me to watch you it. You gotta watch it. I just it's twenty I want, bucks to rent though. I, twenty bucks. Twenty yeah. bucks to rent, which is why I put it off so much. But I uh, luckily, I, luckily my girlfriend paid for it, uh, and we watched it actually the night of the Oscars. Instead of watching the Oscars, we watched Minari. It is it good? Here. I really liked it. Loved the glamour character, and then mm-hmm. found out yeah, the sure. actress won a Oscar, so that was good. Um, I keep trying to put me on random internet. Okay, Promising Young Woman? No, I did, I did not watch that. Yes. I mean, like, well, like, also, it's just a weird year to have movie because, like, none of them got released in the theater, so, like, the promotion thing were so, like, like, there's no, like, you know, billboards you would see always in your face about it. I mean, like, but then again, like, it's a great excuse, a reason why. It's but a great it's, thriller, really well directed. Are you sure? Because, no, no, movie. because like I'm pretty sure there was uh, someone was telling me that there was a movie that was he, that he straight up was like it was nothing that I thought it'd be. Am I am I sure that the movie I watched I enjoyed and described last <laughs> week? <me>? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I woke up pretty sure about my own view of the world, <laughs> and that's remained consistent all the way up until 7 p.m. <laughs> I hope uh, I'll take your word for it, man. <laughs> uh, since we're it's like me saying I I just. I ate a really nice slice of pizza. Are you sure? Uh, My friend said pizza was trash. Steve just tried to gaslight you. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> well, I mean... I mean, yeah, it's not what you're, you're expected to be. It's a twist-based movie. I love a good like twist. A I love a good twist in movies. It's a nice a deconstruction of modern toxic masculinity. So That's nice. Okay. That's, that's very nice. <laughs> All male podcast says, you know what? Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Pretty I have to watch it. I have to watch it. Again, a movie that's not free, you got to rent it. It's on oh, YouTube rental. That makes sense. I, got I, I spent $6 renting it, but it's important to support. Have you seen uh, uh, Nobody? Not yet. That's what is $20 nobody? to That's rent. with uh, Bob Odenkirk. It's like oh. John Wick, but if it, is, it, isn't, run it's, by a sketch comedian. But it's, I've heard that it's supposed to be in the same world. It's by the same, like, fight choreographer or director. Like, it's by the same team. Okay. 
Okay. I don't know if it's in like the John Wick extended universe. Like he doesn't pan across to see Jason Manzukas' TikTok man. Hey, you know, I've been on record that if Marvel slowly pivots and have John and has John Wick into the Mar in the MCU, nobody would complain. Everyone would be like, Yeah, John Wick is in this world <laughs> kicking ass. <laughs> like like just imagine like John Wick and like Spider Man popping out of nowhere. Oh, man. Nobody will complain. I mean, they, they'd be an Assassin's Guild wouldn't like, be far-fetched for comic book worlds. Because, like, uh, the character, John Wick, is amazing. Keanu Reeves, the person, is amazing. Uh, Marvel is like this uh, uh, empire that you, that you got to get with it. <laughs> you get with hey, it. hey, kids, you got to get with it. <laughs> hey, imagine being a Hollywood actor and you're not in the MCU. Who isn't part of the MCU? What actor isn't? No, the big actors are. I mean, there's a lot of Hollywood actors who aren't. And they're and when they're not, they feel the burn. Yeah, it's yeah. like man. I'm sure Jason Segel staring in a mirror upset. <laughs> Jason Segel would love to be in the <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. He would actually love. It's, I haven't seen him in anything recently. Uh, I was in the Muppets, maybe. That's not recent. <laughs> Yeah, that's that like came five out years, years ago. Back. That came a few. I mean, like I think that came out before I moved to New York. That was a good, he's a good actor. He's a favorite. I mean, since we're on the subject of picking, I've had this like, I guess a string of bad luck or always bad luck. I can never pick the right guacamole. No, 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 not guacamole. Avocado. I can never pick the right Wait, avocado. Where did they, what do you mean picking? Picking what? We're we're picking movies. Oh, 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 okay. So I'm like the slow. Pivot. Whenever I pick an avocado, it's always bad. And I'm always, like, to the point where, like, it ha it's happened so much that I don't get mad anymore. I just go, like, yep, it's a bad, it's a bad, bad pick. I'm laughing at, I'm laughing at, while, while Sheriff is looking up, I believe, Jason Siegel's IMDb. Yeah, he, he hasn't, he was in, like, a sad movie called Our Friend. She's just about someone dying, it oh, seems. I he did, stepped out of the world. I did see a preview for that. Well, like, he hasn't been in much. He, he, he was, like, in a, he was acting. But I was laughing at while he while Chef was doing that, and we were talking about movies. You tried to pivot to groceries. <laughs> well, cause like I I bought an avocado yesterday, and it was like bad again, and it was like I was like, all right, this man, there's some some stuff I just don't. I mean, I rarely buy fresh vegetables unless I'm like cooking that day. If I'm using them that day, cause I, I don't trust myself to keep them correctly. Well, like I've had no problem with like all the other vegetables, but just avocado. Just are you an avocado person? Uh yes. We got three left. We got three Solid. left. I want to know. If you you want to have like just a firm with like a slight indent. But what is firm? Shem, oh. <laughs> I felt hard avocados. Do you want reach cross? Feel Andrew's bicep. Uh, and you were going just a little bit softer. Just a little bit softer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they I, are a little softer today because I did back and that's part, that I, uses bicep. I, I mean like I've selected every... Every like feel of an avocado, mm -hmm. it's always been bad, and I don't know if it's just like always the bad like the place I'm getting it from. Sounds like it, yeah. But like, how everything else? I mean, you can also you get ripe avocados or labeled all those ripe nut homes ones as well. Oh man, do you know what I mean? No, I don't. I just eat, I'll get avocado like at a restaurant. I don't trust myself <laughs> to do it. it it's I mean, I mean there's got to be a method. Of, well, like when you get it, do you eat a day of or do you save it? Only unless it's like ripe. Uh, I will get five and then eat them across the week uh, on rye bread. That's oh good. man, that sounds, that sounds amazing. Sounds good. Damn. What are the other ones you wanted to get to? Uh, the trial of the Chicago Seven. 
Which, Sorkin, Netflix, free to watch. Netflix. It was good. Rushed movie, I think because it was a Netflix and maybe had a time budget, but it was. I liked it. It's not the Sasha Baron Cohen vehicle I would have chosen to nominate. Wait, he got nominated? But they nominated Borat instead of that. I would have put Borat subsequent movie film in above Charlotte Chicago. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, The Father, which Anthony won for actor, I haven't seen, and also have never heard of till, like, I think many people on Twitter. That seemed to be the buzz on Twitter. Did you say, uh, did you say, you didn't say Sound of Metal yet, right? Last one was Sound of Metal. I didn't, I say that for last because I feel guilty for not seeing this movie uh, because it explores deaf community and deaf culture, which I'm part of and, and very close to as a child of deaf adults and i haven't seen it because i got i get bitter when people send me stuff to watch and they'd be like hey i thought of this of you for you and i'm like ah oh, that feels like oh yeah pandering i mean but i gotta watch it i mean but it <laughs> i do gotta watch it's it one of those. <laughs> I, I i i get it but at the same time it would be hard to not think of you no absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> like, they're like very respectfully in, uh or trying at least to like represent like sign language in different like ways interpreting in it and hiring like actors and people from that from yeah the yeah or they're doing like so like i always think of you and you do that uh when people do that stuff right because you uh adamant about people do that stuff wrong yes uh, so, oh, fair like uh i saw one of those uh we, we did an improv class together and he was like don't pretend to be deaf <laughs> oh i'm g- coming for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i was like uh, i don't want to come in for me <laughs> This thing I've never done before, I'm going to keep not doing. Uh, um, but I've seen it. I've seen it on oh, on those stages, especially. I, 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 I just can't, like, I can't, like, visualize the image of somebody choosing to do that. It's, it's choosing violence. Let's, let's be honest. No, I mean, like, it, yeah. it's one of those, like, it's one of those that, like, follows up with a straight like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> uh, well, it's also, I would say it's one of those things that people... It's not the person doing it; it's the audience collectively saying this is okay. Mm, uh, that is like, true. If I like did like a sleepy Mexican bandit voice now, I would never do comedy ever again. If, if I did it in like the 1970s, everyone would go, "Ha ha, it's hilarious!" Uh, and then it slowly transitions out of like being okay or like jokes about people being in wheelchairs. Like with in like improv scenes, I'd see them all the time. Like 10 years ago, never now. Uh, like, but it's. It, so I don't put the blame just on the performer. Mm-hmm. I, I put that. it on the audience. And like, if a performer did like, I don't know. Actually, I'll ask. Like, I don't think I could. I would if I started like pretending to be deaf in a scene uh, today. I think no one in the room would be comfortable with it. But I think if you maybe. came out and made the choice to do that, like that was your initiation. To me. It, like you mentioned the Mexican bandit or I think like it would be odd if me as a white man came out and chose to play Denzel Washington uh, or like do like some, I don't know, something stereotypical yeah. like that that I that isn't like my it's not something I'm, rep, I'm representative of and but if like I came out and someone labeled me that that I think is different. So like if you came out and someone was like, I remember there was a scene that I was in where somebody made all these nuns deaf and then one, someone knew I knew sign language tagged me into the scene and I did sign language. So like, I think like those people who became deaf nuns, that's not on them. If anything, it's on the performer who did that and thought it'd be fun to portray. But 
but yeah, I think it's like you said, like it's a, everyone in the room because it's like the building of awareness and like we have to like learn, oh, that's actually not cool to talk on stuff that you actually don't know anything about. And I think it's just safer to not do it than like try attempt it and make mistakes. Yeah. Um, I've always enjoyed when someone would like put that person in their place, but in a smooth way without like disrupting everything else like like i would always love the casual like uh closing the door on them and be like well sorry for that that door was open i'm sorry yeah. you know what i mean like, 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 like a little wink to the uh the people doing it and also like let that person stew and realize what why that why did that happen to me oh probably because what i what i was saying As, hopefully you would, you would yeah. think that would be the case as a drummer and British person pretending to be American, I <laughs> wonder why more people don't contact me about the sound of metal. Uh, <laughs> you heard everyone. Uh, uh, ask Shem what yeah. he thinks about. I did see it. I did think it was like quite good, <clears throat> and like not like a make you cry type movie, but like very like interesting and emotional. And like, uh, I had to like read a bunch of stuff about it afterwards to see like. <laughs> are people okay with this movie or is it like perceived as being like okay or like the messages in it and then that's also interesting because like even though the answer today is yes will the answer 10 years from now be like well no actually it was really fucked up because you know they said these things and like we don't agree with them um like those are always interesting uh moves because a lot of things that are like uh i'm sure at the time a lot of people thought rain man was like a good movie and it's like wow we're like portraying <laughs> This is this is so great that we're getting like awareness. It wasn't like it was a semi like sensitive attempt or portray. Like they were trying their best, and they definitely asked someone like, "Is this okay?" And they went, "Yeah, it's great." Uh, <laughs> and then ten years later, on the street, yeah, it looks good. <laughs> How many matchsticks? Wow, yeah, great, oh, crazy. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> I've always found it fascinating the evolution of movies in terms of like not like the way it's made, but like the casting. Well, I think, like, <laughs> to Shem's point, I think one for me is always, uh, like, what is the the community that this is trying to represent? What is their opinion of it, right? Because yes. the Oscars famously is, a, a, what, rich white people making decisions? So, like, uh, and most of Hollywood is like that. So, I think, like, when I read, if I'm going to read a review, I'll, like, go search that, like, from the perspective of people this movie is trying to represent because um, I trust that more mm -hmm. uh, and then like so a movie good example one of I just did recently because it was all it was on our community's Twitter people were talking about Mr. Holland's Opus which is like a movie about a music teacher who has a deaf son and like how that affects him and the deaf community actually finds it like solid somewhat representation of how a deaf kid born with hearing parents is generally treated because it's a, the dad is bad and that's like a that happens because of like confusion and that, you know this is new all that whatever but uh the thing that i like look on too is like the people who act as the son and the the deaf cast the deaf roles mm -hmm. are actually deaf in that movie oh. which is like something i'm i believe santa metal did too hmm. um the you know uh a quiet place John Krasinski like was like I'm casting a deaf girl in this role of the deaf child I did not know that so she, the girl who's deaf in that movie is actually a deaf person 
So like do like that when I think of representation like for uh, people uh, disabled people like that to me is what's important. So like Rain Man's a good example of like well that's not a disabled actor that's someone. It's the same idea with like Eddie Rain, Red Rain, Red. What's his name? I you know? don't know. He was in. Um, uh, I forget the movie, but he played uh, Stephen Hawking's, and uh, he played a transgender woman in a movie. Yeah, I think I remember the movie. I was just yeah, talking about. I feel like it looked at the, the, like the idea. But I, I think this is great audio where we. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it? Uh, yes. And it looks like it looks like they're treading that way, but like I feel the Falcon, uh, the Child of Earth movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's the name of the movie. It's a, it's a movie he put out like 2019, maybe. Uh, it makes a mistake of casting Child of Earth, but like it does have it plays. There's the actor who's his co-star has a version of Down syndrome, and they like have an actor with Down syndrome. Really great. He's great in the movie, Child of Shire. But like, yeah, that was like one. I was like, oh, this is like you know what's great. Like that is yeah. the, that is the second movie Shia LaBeouf played with a similar premise. He played like a Disney version movie a long time ago, where he was uh, his uh, friend's sis, his friend's like brother or his girlfriend's brother. Like he had an attachment, mm. and like it was a good movie. It was a powerful movie. She's gonna walk straight in the dog shit. Oh, she just missed it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Were you rooting for it? <laughs> I love a good Harold. Like that would have been a good third beat. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, I mean like I don't wanna like bring it back to dog poop. But there's nothing more than flighty when you step on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go. Representation uh, in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> it's a toughie. But you know, it's also tough. Stepping in dog pool. Yeah. I mean, but like, yeah, it, it, it's, it is. Wait, what were we talking about? Well, I think, we're, I think we were closing up the loop on representation in Hollywood. Yes. I, what I was going to say is that, like, sometimes I feel like they're doing it just to say we're doing it and not really, like, no, this is what it is. Yeah, you know what I mean. True, but that's better than not doing it. You know what I mean? That, you, I you, that. you, you are, you are right. You are, you are correct. Uh, but I don't know. I think, I think it's steps. Like it's kind of what Shen's saying. Of like when we look back on the movie in ten years, are we gonna be like, well, that was good? So like Raymond at the time, I'm sure they were like, well, this is good. We got the representation, and now like because of that movie, now we are talking more about disabled persons and actors in movies and like it got the ball rolling on like well wouldn't it have been better if someone who has a lived experience was part of the role who wrote the movie who's in the writer's room stuff like mm-hmm. that uh so uh breaking bad um brian cranston's his son uh, the actor played his son he is he he is yeah. uh actually disabled yeah. so like that was like and like around that setting pretty to two uh, like 2009 that was like pretty like you have to think that was pretty cool. Do you know what's wild? Is that what was scheduled for release in mid-March of 2020 was A Quiet Place 2. Uh, full trailers. You could like yeah, almost I, I, Yeah, I know. What the, happened to that? Yeah. Oh, it's a movie where everyone disappears and you have to walk around a deserted city because of... <laughs> a, a, a monster's <laughs> killing everybody. A big old like uh, extinction level event. And they decided... <laughs> I would bum everybody out. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> it just went back into the vault. And they're like, when is society ready 
to see a quiet place. Oh, because like because of oh because like what of like the past Thunder, year was. Yeah, yeah I it mean was like literally walking around New York in like a <laughs> a quiet place too was just walking around New York in like late March in 2020 where you don't see anyone it's really quiet you're like <laughs> like bugged out about any noise or like movement it was like truly the same and it's like, is it set in New York City too? no it's uh, set in like the suburbs or okay, yeah. it's set somewhere where there's nobody there anymore yeah. I mean like I, I haven't seen part one uh, I tried Good. Good. here's a tip don't watch Quiet Plays at 2 in the morning you're so you will fall asleep ten minutes late. <laughs> you will fall asleep. Not not because of the movie's bad, but because like it's too it's, it's quiet. It's quiet. It's a quiet movie. If you're off. really tired, don't start a two-hour movie. That's <laughs> no, a, another tip for anyone uh, listening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I quiet place. Good job with the representation. Uh, but then everyone said it's like a really weird right-wing allegory, <laughs> which. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, which is, I think, I don't agree with that reading, but everyone was like, yeah, it's all about how the white American father, you can't say anything anymore, or the liberals are coming for you, and it's like an analogy for cancel culture, which... Like, like, because they operate on sound? Yeah, but like the, the monsters in the movie, you could read it as like, uh, you know, talk, talking about whatever and like getting cancelled or like the monsters are cancel culture the monster is woke twitter <laughs> coming for you that's wild that's wild that's people who like still love john krasinski because of his whatever that navy seals movie he did or uh, uh he's like a the tom clancy one yeah he's a big military guy got jacked out of his mind jack but, ryan oh uh, he's an actor i think that like you know, there's like a lot of actors that like because they play in a popular TV show, they're always known as that person. He broke away from that. He, yeah, he did. Unlike there's not a lot of people do that. Pam. I'm pretty sure there's actors that are telling, them, "What did you do? What's your secret?" Right. I, uh, I'm still being called George Costanza. Which actor is that? And now Pam is hosting a podcast where she rewatches the, the Office. Yeah, with Boy. Angela. Wait, wait, is she really? Yeah, uh, Angela. It's called. It's see? called the uh, Office Ladies. Uh, office Ladies. Yes. But like, it's it's it, it's like that's smart on them because they know yes. there's there's a portion of people that like view them as that. Yeah, and I think I think she did try. Uh, Fisher. What's her first name? Jenna. Jenna. James Bond. Uh, I think she did try. She played like- she she was in the Will Ferrell uh, Blades of Glory movie as the love interest. And I feel like she played like not a serious movie, but the movie like in a tone of like a Godzilla movie. Not Godzilla, but like in that type of like tone setting movie. I could be wrong. But she also came up at the you know uh, same time as. There's Amy Adams, and then there's uh, shot. Uh, what's it, what's her name? I'm so bad at actors' names. The other redhead. Who wrote it? Who's a comedian? Oh, oh, I know <laughs> you're talking about. Com- Eddie Kemper? And we just mentioned... What, Eddie Kemper? No, no, no. Damn. That was, per- <laughs> that was the person I was thinking about. I have no idea who you're talking about now. A, I feel like she's a brunette. Uh, we just mentioned Borat, and I feel so bad saying the, the wife of the actor who plays Borat, whose name I'm also forgetting. Sasha Baron Cohen's partner. Oh, my God. Uh, I know who you're talking oh, about. I'm gonna Google it because I feel so bad. Uh, freaking um, something fish. No, no, no. She fish was right. in uh, Wedding Crashers, right? Wasn't she also in um, uh, the Girl Next Door? I haven't seen that. I haven't seen either. <laughs> 
Oh man, silence as we Google. <laughs> I mean, I know like his like the person he's married to is like an accomplished actress. Yeah, she's she's so funny. Isla Fisher. It was also Fisher. See, that's why it was throwing me. <laughs> uh, but you know, the you know Hollywood's only got so much room for people who could aesthetically play the same roles. I do think they're three very different actresses. Well, didn't she also kind of start late? It felt like she kind of started like a little bit later in her career. I mean, there's I so many generic white guys that yeah, exactly. That's a good I mean that I mean that is true. What's his name? The guy who plays uh, Hawkeye, uh, Jeremy. Oh Renner? my God, Renner. Renner. He was like 40 when he got that role. Have you ever heard? Have you ever heard of one of his songs? He's a musician. He's a musician. He put out a CD. Like he had a commercial last year, a car commercial, where the music he was blasting in the car was his own music. Mm. Who does that? <laughs> well, so now here's the question to Shem's point of the amount of generic white dudes. Is John Krasinski good actor? Versus uh, Jenna Fisher, or is it because he was a white man? It's a little easier. I think he's a, I think he's a better actor than he was in The Office. He's a better actor now. He, than he, he was in the shows office. more skill than he did in The Office. Yes. Okay. Because The Office was more like, just pan to the camera. Well, then by that logic, Jenna Fisher has not gotten the opportunity to show us her full range. I mean, like, I'm a fan of Jenna Fisher. Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent, and I think it's a like you said, smart business move to be like, you know what, this is what you guys want to try to pigeonhole me in. I'm gonna make money off. I mean, I mean, hey, let's be real. It's uh, the older you get, you learn it's all about the grift. There's good grifts, there's bad grifts. There's a lot. There's more bad grifts than good grifts. Uh, a, a, when I say good grift, I mean like when a good thing's going. You know what I mean? Like 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 ride the wave, milk the cow until it's dry. Love these metaphors. <laughs> oh, like these are, these are all good. Well, I started off with bad ones. Yeah, like, <laughs> Remember, I started ones that were not even real. <laughs> tickling the socks. No, uh, yeah, tickling the socks, not a thing. Honestly, watching your personal growth over this uh, hour has been beautiful. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> and isn't that what this is, podcasting is all oh about? Oh, my God. Oh, we figured out what this podcast is all about. You didn't even tell me Andrew was going to be here. <laughs> like, he didn't tell me. I, no, I you know knew what? there was other people, and I asked. I said, who else is there? I, I didn't realize it was on me. Oh, like, man. And Shem's <laughs> actually really mad. He's been looking at me the whole time saying, eyes that say, I wish you weren't here. You know, I completely forgot That's just to my tell face. you. <laughs> my default expression is, I wish Barlow wasn't uh, here. It's just British eyes. <laughs> Barlow, uh, actually, an English name. Never knew that. I didn't That's either. Maybe I'm making it up. Um, Shem, I notice, uh, I always love when you go after uh, people... For their, for their growth. Hey, 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 hey. I love where you go after people for their growth. Well, no, 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 I go no, no. after people, it's strictly behind their back. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> While they're on stage performing and oh, we're okay. standing in the back well, well, or in the tech room. Maybe the way I phrased it like, was As like more of a behind the scenes. You, you would always tell me that the, uh, the way, like, like back in UK, the way mm. like they would do it would be like so, like, you know, uh, like, you know, uh, full of like a lot of white people and the way like they would treat their house teams and stuff. Uh, so I remember, like, you had a conversation with LeBron Uretta, and, like, he was talking about, I guess, when he was in Denmark, like, the terminology, like, how, like, sexist a lot of people are, yeah. and, like, um, how not only are they okay with that, is, but is that's how, like, 
they build their teams in like a sexist view. Like, well, we can't put this like, this women on this team. Can you believe I met Brian Uretta in Denmark in the National History Museum doing improv in front of the Prime Minister? That's Wait, how you, the first you time? Met? The first time you met him? Yeah. We were both like doing a show. Brian Uretta. Separate show. For the listeners, this is my chocolate heads coming out. Famous improviser of the New York scene for Mannequin Room. Ooh, yes. But that's how you guys met? Uh, we we were on the same bill, uh, so like we were backstage and so oh, hi, 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 hi. like not like it wasn't like a deep intimate connection. Yes, yes, yes. But I was like, oh, I, I will remember this beard. Uh, <laughs> that's true. It is a fantastic beard. Very hiding yes, under a mask yes. right now. Very beautiful beard. That's crazy. Prime Minister uh, in the back, uh, just watching, chuckling along. I mean, but you know what? I mean, hey, uh, that's the coolest person I think in terms of like. Uh, name title to ever watch an improv show. Yes. Ever. Ever. A prime minister. And I did such a good show, I could have like just walked off and said, hey, can I get like a visa based off that mono scene? <laughs> and maybe they would have said yes. <laughs> the show crushed so much that he said, here's a visa to Denmark. Just so the prime minister was like, you know what, man? Those are gr- You hide it very good. <laughs> <laughs> it was grounded yet unexpected. It like took me to a place. Thank he, you. He pulled out like what you think is a Bible, but it's like an old improv notes. <laughs> the original truth in comedy, like written in pencil. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh man! This I, was before you moved to America, too. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, you moved to America like in 2018, 17, 17. So when when you moved. Did so when you met Brian, you knew he was from New York. You found that out in that first meeting. Uh, yeah, it was like they were billed as like as was it mannequin room? It was yeah, mannequin room. I believe I don't know if it was all of them, but I think it was definitely Brian and Lou. And then there were some other Americans there. The woman who does the show about dating or something like that. Emma Vernon. No, the oh. woman who's at, who used to be at the Beast a lot. She has blonde hair. I thought you were talking about. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Carly something. Yeah, Carly Ann Philbin yeah. was there. Uh, Stephen Waltian was there. He's very funny. He was in uh, Don't Think Twice as the host of Friday Night Lights, Saturday Night. He writes a Colbert now. He's fantastic. Uh, Real funny chap. So then when you moved to New York, did you like reach out and be like, hey, remember me from Denmark? No. Uh, I just said hi and then we were chatting. I don't know why this this story is happening. Um, it's a beautiful it's story. Interesting. It's like you met someone in another country. You did improv for the freaking prime minister, man. Oh, I mean, <laughs> it's to meet people from other countries. Like I travel around the world, like teaching improv and performing. So you just meet people. Well, that's something uh, me and Demo haven't done. <laughs> I got to go to Buffalo, New York, to do comedy well, sports. Well, like I'll let you finish uh, the thing because like this. It, it is interesting, but like I don't want to lose my thought. Uh, the coolest person that saw me do improv, he has a podcast. I forgot his name because I don't John care about Gabrus. No, 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 no. <laughs> so uh, Sebastian Canelli. Uh, who who's who hosts the improv podcast? A famous improv podcast. Steve Genty is a co-host of <laughs> Chuckleheads. I said Matt Besser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than Matt Besser, like, but like his not. Like I'd rather listen to Chuckleheads than Matt Besser's garbage. I don't know if that's a compliment. <laughs> but like, there's other, there's other like podcast dude like that would host improv that was like in a tone of uh, Matt Besser's. But anyway, he he was at the Triple Crown and saw me do improv. He was with his wife, and like at the Triple Crown. Yeah, he took his wife to the Triple. Well, Crown? Well, because he was seeing the person hosting the show uh, was like one of those like uh, he did improv everywhere. Just moved to New York, and he happened to be. Uh, 
dang, the name, the name went, the name went, the name, it came in my head and left immediately. Oh, this, this story does need specifics. Yeah. I know. This guy saw me the My bar. God. <laughs> yeah. He had a guy, it was the guy who did improv, we had the podcast. Christ, I swear, man, he was huge. killing me. <laughs> um, oh my God. Just make a note of this point in the podcast and then just drop it. Yeah, like you're going to have to. With like the uh, name. M. He's not on IMDb. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just like He's Googling improv, improv uh, podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't do that, cause uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, no. Hello from the Magic Tavern. Oh my God, there's so many improv podcasts. Yeah, like, Jesus Christ, man! This, this is a fool's errand. Like, if you look at maybe the podcast. <laughs> do we need all to? these podcasts about improv, everybody? <laughs> I mean, what your the current audio is you googling improv podcasts, which. As someone who doesn't even like info, I would say this is worse. This oh current moment God. is someone who doesn't like info, but but very good at it. Let's Will Hines? No, man. You know, oh my goodness gracious, John Frusciante. It's Anthony Antamina. Last swing. I don't think he has a podcast. Oh, he does. Boy. Uh, Coffee with Tony. This is gonna. Everyone picked the like half a million podcasts started last year as well. Uh, what's funny is my podcast with Steve was pitched to me before pandemic and I was like I don't have time <laughs> wait <laughs> it was, uh, was uh, the Chuckleheads podcast the Chuckleheads yeah that's Steve's idea cause <laughs> and he, you were he, like how do I have time I was, he was like uh, I want to do this basketball like style podcast like sports but about comedy because that's what I'm involved in and then he said I feel like you really like improv so I think you'd be fun to do it with and it was right before we got on our house team, whatever, together. And but I was like, I don't think I have time. And then the, well, two months later, the pandemic happened. I yeah. was like, Well, you I went guess from I don't have time to like, Hey, Andrew. Yeah, you I have all the time. Yeah, that was that was my fault. <laughs> my fault for saying into the universe I don't have time <laughs> to do a podcast. <laughs> Just like that, a quiet taste plea was pushed out. <laughs> <laughs> they were Back like, into the vault. Yeah, there's a no quiet place. We got to make room for all oh, these podcasts. Man. There was another out. movie like a couple of years ago that, was, that had the same like fate because there was like a, a, you know, like a tragic uh, event and like the entire movie. The premise was like people hunting people and like the hunt, the hunt. Oh my god! You know, sometimes movies are just exactly what it is—the hunt. Uh, I love you, Daddy. Also suffered the same fate. <laughs> Wait, Wait what? what? That's the Louis C.K. movie. Where oh, yes. oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. That's that got canceled because of the pandemic. <laughs> I mean, you know, Louis what? just waiting out. He's like checking in with the CDC every day. Oh. It's just okay. Yeah. Have those allegations and like make a movie. I love you, Daddy. Oh, it's it's. Geez. Oh my. Well, that's like what's his name playing the pedophile on uh on um. What's that serial killer Netflix show? I love you. No, it's not I love you. Ah, Crystalia on you. Yeah, Crystalia on you. Yeah, yeah. Or he, like he was a pedophile in that <laughs> in that show. Yeah, but we were talking just moments ago about representation. It's important to be able to bring your real experience <laughs> to your roles. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Okay, that's fair. Uh, All arsonists must be played by arsonists. <laughs> man. I'm blanking out on names again. All right, you think about it. I, w- I do want to hear what happened. You moved to New York, Shane. Oh, right. Sorry about that. Do you, do you see Brian behind the bar. You see Lou teaching oh, in the class. I see Brian at the box office. Nice guy. And then I just go to the theater a lot because, uh, like, where else would you go? Uh, it's New York City. There's only two things to do. Uh, and then he'd just see me all the time, and he just struck me a conversation because he's very friendly. And then after a couple of months I revealed I'd met him before and it was like oh yeah I remember that show and we just started chatting about it uh, and then you know 
I was fortunate enough to work at the theatre uh, and say so if, if you have a shift with him, I just go sit at the box office and just chat. I love the man of chat. Oh, oh, just the best. Uh, you got to have him on the podcast. Uh, I, I I told him I'm going to have him on a podcast. He yeah, said, yeah. he said, yeah. <laughs> he said, do I have any say in this? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, you have, to, you have to come meet me in person. I was like, Brian, when I created this podcast, it was strictly to have you on it. That's oh, all. Okay. And everything else is just like gravy at this point. All this podcast is is box office vibes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have Brian and Jen on at the same time. I don't know what you're doing. Ooh, it's, I mean, like, you know what? I mean, like, a spoiler alert. I mean, there is a do. that is the duo that I am probably going to save for together. That's your three-on-three team. <laughs> <laughs> right there, you know what? Back. Hey, back. Um, we, you know, the classic three-on-three tournament shit. Um, the three of us did like submit as the vape kings. Yeah, and we were for sure like, yeah, 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 yeah. They selected randomly. Well, it turns out they do select it randomly, but like we were like so confident that like we would be selected, but like it did not happen. So we're like we're all like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, but like oh, that's the year I got selected, I guess. Me, um, Justin Catchins, and Sanaya. Oh, uh, what team was that? Uh. Old Bay. <laughs> was that, was that, that Justin's name? Was that Justin's name? Or was just name we just made up. We never rehearsed. Okay. Uh, and then we were just backstage. We picked up the baseball bat. And then we're like, we should just do a bat. <laughs> uh, and then we just walked out, told the tech to turn the lights off. And then she did improv in the dark. Uh, Wait, you got you got to turn off the lights? Oh, this was... <laughs> oh, wasn't teching. This was like either you or Kurt. <laughs> yeah, because it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh man Shame well, you said You would spend a lot of time At the theater uh, When you were telling us The Brian story Because you said There's only two things To do in New York mm-hmm. So what else would I do So training, what's the training other Training center <laughs> So it's just two locations <laughs> I mean like I was talking about it Like uh, a month ago How What you just brought up The training center And the theater How So many people had the same direction of like going from point A to point B. Because we all would travel from the theater to training center, from training center to the theater, theater to the training center, back and forth. So like I would always miss just like seeing all the, uh, you know, ships passing by, just seeing like, oh, I, I'm leaving, you're coming, I know where you're going to. Yeah. Uh, that, that I always miss because like, it's hard to get someone to say like stop and say hello, but it's very easy for like a little head nod. You know what I mean? Like exactly, oh, Chef. Just what you did. There's, there's a lot of people perfect. I uh, would nod at that I haven't nodded at for like uh, over a year and may never nod at again. Like I'm not gonna <laughs> seek them out to go okay. yeah. like that. My uh, next, my next stiff. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are, uh, unless like I heard wrong, are you alluding to that like over the past year you weeded? some people out oh no much like the plot of a quiet place too like everyone <laughs> was sequestered inside so i just didn't have occasion to like gotcha okay bump into interact with people. there is there is people that hey there's people i would interact with that i may never see again just purely from i only saw them at this one space i mean hey uh that is that was my big fear and that is the sole reason why this is happening because like uh, force people to be friends with you <laughs> <laughs> i'm forcing you guys to talk to me 
Uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, this may sound corny, but like I, I've always felt like I, sh uh, made like I shortchanged you both because like I would always like never ask you, uh, were you upset this week or like were you uh, elated this week? It was always like it's something like give comedy me notes on my spank. Like. It, it was always like comedy related stuff, and it was never like Devo would come up and give Shem notes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, like my notes are very, like. Hey, I give great notes. It, it's 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 very fun giving notes because you can say whatever you want, <laughs> but you can be nice with it. Like, I do miss your Harold team rankings. You used to rank the teams. Yeah, Hold, dude. Oh, that's I stopped when like it got out of hand. <laughs> when I had a board in my room. <laughs> no, no, dude. It stopped when every Harold team would ask me about it. Oh, that's to the point where I was like, I I I, I can't I I can't tell the team that I'm ranking last you're last yeah so I gotta lie about it but and they then, know they do but they don't want to be told by the tech like hey your game was whack but yeah. they, they've been told by the audience like if they've had like 160 people tell them one more isn't gonna make a difference that's true they heard all the laughter the other team was getting and then they went out and got silence I guess but like there's two teams that would always be like name names name oh uh, high water and party city oh party city what would you rank them? You rank them low? Dude, they were my favorite. No, they were my favorite oh, okay. team. It just so happened that like uh, 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 apparently one A one B does not do enough. There has to be a first place and a second place. There can't be. There's no such thing as like you're both equally great. There's oh. like a, there was always a hard no. Which one was it? Is like if I was a small person and, and weighed lightly, I'm I would be every week grabbed by the collar, lifted up. Yeah, you gotta tell us, buddy. Luckily, you're a big guy. In like, <laughs> <laughs> jeez. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, it, it started off with just like, just noting one Harold team, then it came like noting two Harold teams, both uh, um, Party City and Highwater. Love noting them. Because they're always good, so like it was never something bad to say. It would always be like, you know what? I would like to say this, but then again, you, what you guys did was already perfect. It's interesting to me. This maybe this is something about egos in general, not just about comedy, but like the people coming to you sounds like now with the good team, the people who were good and knew they were good and they just wanted to be the best, versus like the people who were like, ah, oh, we didn't do so good and we don't need a validation. Like the people who needed the extra validation were already feeling pretty good probably. no i know what you mean and like yeah. i'm pretty sure that was the case because like uh but then again and this is my opinion we all have egos oh 100 if you don't have an ego then you're doing it wrong it was so uh my sketch team was always paired with another sketch team and we'd always had someone like out watching the show and they'd always tell us who was better than oh average team. uh like just sort of objectively other, other team did great really brought it like that was great uh, and like it was just for me like hearing that like or knowing oh no you got to do better you've got to like push was like helpful uh, but it can also very quickly become <laughs> something that destroys you uh, like an all-consuming desire so, like there's like a fine mm. balance with it but it is sometimes good knowing that like oh that I have I have much further to climb it to me like it went from like me telling people hey good job to people want to know that they were better <laughs> which was like less fun oh so like there's only one answer you want mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like 
it came to the point where I was like, I can't, I, I can't lie. Because, like, the lies were coming. We were like, when three, like, all the Harold teams were, like, coming to me, were like, hey, I heard you told another team something else. It's like, hey, I'm not getting paid. <laughs> I'm not getting paid for, like, all these notes that I'm, like, writing down right next to Shannon O'Neill, like, using a pen that she should be using. And she's, like, using a pencil that's, like, keeps, like, breaking every time she writes. It was like a bowling alley pencil. <laughs> wow, real. <laughs> Get like a, th- so you need to get some of them high water on, some for Party oh City, get Shannon on, Air Jared, all three yeah. of you just yeah, hash it like talking out. She's, <laughs> she's in Queens, right? You sure you could like do that? Oh, I did not know that, but like, um, I, I associate Shannon with Queens, uh, mostly like the part of town. Hmm. I never. I mean, like, I don't know. I just, I, I just assume everyone lives in Brooklyn. And that's why we're here in McCarran Park. You live in Brooklyn? Yeah. Okay. You said you came from Bedside, but you didn't say I came from home. So then that's why I wasn't sure. Uh, home is just uh, an ever-changing state of existence. Like, I'm just very comfortable wherever I am in the moment. So I don't think of it as, as an address. The true nomad land. Do they still, do they still <laughs> call Bedside do or die? Uh, yes. <laughs> Good. Gotta love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true gentrification it's like this do or die it's uh, hey that was that was a great conversation oh is this it or we wrapping up <laughs> <laughs> I see you sing at the beginning I assume I have to like yeah. sing disturbed or something yeah. but like you chose this <laughs> a very different so, so now you went from disturbed to chord. Yeah. <laughs> We're in new metal. We're in new metal here right now. Oh, uh, uh, once again, uh, thank you, Shem Pennant. Hate is all the world has even seen lately. Which one? Wait, what? I said hate is all the world has even seen lately. It's a lyric from uh, it, not corn. Is it corn? Hey. It's all the world has even seen lately. Now Wait. I know why you want to hate me. Because <laughs> hate is all the world has even seen. What? Wait, is that a little biscuit? Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's it, right. Yeah. Cap gets a rap from these critics. Yeah. You always want to cry. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to remember what's... It's Last not... Fast, moving really fast. You will <laughs> kick you in the ass. Is it bridge <laughs> stuff? No, it's from the Mission Impossible theme. Oh, uh, rolling, rolling, rolling. No, rolling is rolling. <laughs> no, is it rolling for Mission Impossible? Uh, this was like... Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. I, I think I know the song you're talking about. I used to blast oh, it all the time. Uh, yeah, so it came out like 2001, I believe. Uh, same year as The Real Slim Shady. Uh, but uh, <laughs> look, at, like, take a look around, I believe is what it's called. I think uh, that is oh, right. Take a look around. I yeah, think take, that is. T- yes. I, there is a song called Take a Look Around. Dum, 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 okay, dum. that is not rolling. <laughs> I stand corrected by Chef. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Attention in the world today. All the little girls filling up the world today. With the good comes the bad. Don't the say bad too much. We're going to have yeah, to yeah, yeah. the light. Like seven seconds. Should, light yeah. the should, right, don't hit 30 seconds. seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do we plug? Do you want us to plug you? Oh, my God. Hey, Limp Fisker, you better send me some yeah. money, baby. Red dust. <laughs> oh, my. I did not know you can sing. I mean, well, I knew you can sing. I'm pretty sure you can sing. But not like... And that voice, it was a whole new that person. Was cool. <laughs> it was, it was cool that was cool. I honestly finding out that Shem, <laughs> I I, I want to say likes, but I don't actually know if he likes the music, but he has a knowledge of. 
I have a aggressive disdain for all new metals, so I so, okay. know it very well. So he oh he knows God. it because he hates it. <laughs> it's like when you so you gotta learn your specifics. enemy. <laughs> yes, learn your enemy so you can know what you don't like. Uh, but that that was surprising. It's also just good also to know stuff. Also uh, good to know and surprising is the Chocolate Heads podcast. It's uh, with uh, Andrew Barlow and Steve. <laughs> <Martin>. <laughs> You're plugging <laughs> my podcast? <laughs> 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 Season two, we're expanding. <laughs> Season two, uh, we got a note from somebody that should be named but is sitting in the circle. Not enough sketch people. <laughs> Almost none. It's just people talking. I mean, you know what? Uh, that is true. No, and it is something we've discussed, and the second season will be expanding into all realms of comedy. That's great. I mean, you know what? Every, like, oh, everyone should everyone should be more open to, like, improvement. Because, like... Growth. Growth. Because, like, if you're stubborn, you're going to just stay in one spot. And that spot is Long Island, home to both of the hosts of the Chuckerheads. Please, the second on Long Island. You know, I that is like that is. I, I do find it like like not funny, like cool that you're both from LI, <laughs> and you're not incorporating anything about it towards the podcast. Oh, me and me and Steve, not even like Long Island's finest. <laughs> no, but but Steve oh, did man. tell me. Uh, I think he said it on one of the episodes. Ah, I was going to plug Shem's podcast, but I can't remember if it's called Hot Goss or the Trash We Are Trash <laughs> podcast. Because <laughs> the Instagram is We Are Trash Comedy, and I don't have good service out here. Uh, so you can listen to Steve Janty's episode of Hot Goss with Trash. Uh, I go. believe it's episode 39. He talks about Mozart uh, and his record sales. Uh, it's a fun time. Uh, it's out every Monday on the Apocalypse Podcast Network. There you go. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Listen to those podcasts and just listen. Just, just support. Support the arts. We're all in it together. Ooh, st- Shem, are you STEM? Because <laughs> you're growing. You're growing like a flower. Uh, are you science, still- technology, engineering? <laughs> yeah, also that. You're a flower that's in the sciences. Uh, are you uh, foundation still doing stuff? Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The foundation is strong. We hang out, talk to each other. Uh, we just did a scope for Squirrel. Uh, we're going to do more. Hopefully, uh, when live theatre returns, we'll return to doing that as well. Uh, it's hard because everyone is very successful. Uh, so <laughs> for, for, uh, yay, you know what? I'm the least successful person on that team, so I'm desperate for it to continue. Uh, and everyone else is like, well, if I have time, I'll, <laughs> I'll show up. Uh, hey, man, you know what? Before you know it, you'll. Be, I would be so lucky to have you on the podcast because you there would be there will be a day when you'd be like... I can't. I'm busy. Yeah. Uh, thank you for telling me at the moment. <laughs> not, I'm not successful enough to not be honest. Hey, hey, baby steps for everyone, <laughs> yeah. man. Uh, that uh, I forgot that Christmas movie, but you know the song. Uh, Put one foot in front of the other. <laughs> uh, that, that, my favorite Limbiscuit song. <laughs> that was good. Thank you so much for having us, Steve. Oh, my God. Uh, I love that this show has had maybe seven different endings. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so many time moments where we could have just. <laughs> I mean, like, for all I know, that, that like this thing could have been ended, like, done 30 minutes ago. But yeah. that is a beauty of conversation. Conversations, you don't know where it'll, it'll start off. Uh, we cover a lot of stuff. Uh, I learned how to uh, properly take a uh, avocado. <laughs> oh god, how much time have we played? <laughs> oh that I mean but like that's the same like I think that's the same Limp Biscuit song so Limp Biscuit song Limp Biscuit song so I think I was like, expecting you were just gonna talk together. over it. I was giving you like just some background music. Oh hey 
whenever the limp is on, you can't talk over it. Yeah, you can't talk over the biscuit. You can't talk over the biscuit. <laughs> and uh, on that note, uh, we leave you uh, like, rate, and review, subscribe, <laughs> uh, check out other episodes uh, of this podcast. Watch uh, the Oscar more movies. Uh, that was the beautiful voice of Shem Pennant. Thank you again for being on this podcast. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Andrew Barlow. It's a pleasure to have you on this podcast. Nice seeing you both. Love you both. Bye. Bye.